0: The only ones that survived were five of the sadists on Bannockett's staff. Why hasn't that machine been disabled? It was on my dad's list of things to do, but the house didn't first. Wait, you said that was an accident. I lied. The house is alive. We're all gonna die. Okay, we're sitting here trying to debate how to open this podcast and we realize we don't have a thing at the start. Our we thing's don't. at the end. It is. So is that our thing just the awkwardness of trying to of start like, an episode every Hey week? guys.
1: So we're we're back. Yep. Sure are. Sure are. Yeah, we're 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 just recording along here. Do. Yep. Minding our own business.
0: Uh Oh, this is really terrible. Anyway, well welcome. Yeah,
1: welcome back or welcome to for your first time if that's the case. You're equally welcome. Welcome
0: back. And then the assumption that wait, no one listens to us. So we can't welcome them back.
1: (laughs) Well no, we can welcome back the like five people (laughs) we know listen to us, but then maybe everybody else we're welcoming for the first time.
0: And they can stick around, that would be nice. That'd That'd be be cool. So this episode is going up on July seventeenth. And as such, we decided to do a themed episode, because July 17th is the day that we're moving. We get possession of a new place, and we will be living somewhere else now. And that's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, We'll be um, a little more connected to civilization than we are in our far-out suburb here.
0: Yeah, not quite so out in the suburbs as we are now, so that'll be really good um the place we're moving into though it's was built like the place we're in now was built like end of the 80s early 90s so guaranteed this place is not haunted Mm -hmm. i've lived here for most of its existence it's not haunted and uh we're moving to a place that was built in 1950 so a couple things on that first off means that the house is 69 years old nice nice
1: best year to move in
0: exactly so, but that makes me think there's probably a sixty-nine percent chance it's haunted.
1: I like it. I like those odds.
0: So that that's cool. That's cool. I just hope that. No, I'm not going to continue this because <laughs> it was about to get real ribald.
1: Well, and it's funny because um, when you were talking to our realtor, or it's
0: pronounced realtor.
1: Both are correct. Realtor, realtor, whatever you prefer, whether you're a Santa Clarita person or not. Um, we were talking to her about the, you know, getting the inspection done and all that shit, and um, somebody who she, like a contact she has as far with people who do the inspections and get them done, pretty, you know, pretty quick turnaround and everything. What she was telling, so our realtor was saying that she had had been talking to the, this guy she knew who does these, who does these inspections, and he showed her these photos of this house that they inspected where there was like a hidden room in that was accessible through the floor of the garage. Yeah, it
0: was under the garage.
1: And so they're like, "Okay, that's a little strange, but I mean, it's not unheard of." But <laughs> the photos of the room, she said that it was filled with dolls that looked like they were set up in what could have believably credibly been a very ritualistic looking kind of setting.
0: Oh man
1: which is like holy shit what do you do shit. as the inspector when like, you what do you do in there? yeah like is do you like do, do they automatically fail the inspection because their house is obviously haunted yeah and like, or well, belongs a to a fucking a like death curse so serial killer satanist like what, what do you do if that had been the guy if that had been the same one doing our inspection i would have been like demanded that you demand to see the photos and get a copy from me.
0: (laughs) You're like, I want framed copies of this photo to decorate the the new house with, the
1: new old house. Well, if we see her again on the 17th, maybe I'll be like, hey,
0: could could you you ask your friend
1: if uh, I can release the photos?
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, speaking of of haunted houses.
0: Yeah, if you couldn't guess, this is our very terrible segue into... Uh, today's episode, we are talking haunted houses. Specifically, we're going to be talking about the haunted house in terms of the domestic and what that says about domestic life and how it's kind of fucked with in these Disrupted. movies. Disrupted. Yes, Disrupted Undermined. is the more academic version of fucked with.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, it's funny, Haunted Houses, Those like those movies have sort of been around since the start of the genre, mm-hmm. like the whole... Spooky old dark house kind of thing going on. Oh,
1: they're on a staple and like yeah. But yeah, from the beginning.
0: You it's I feel like there's a bit of a resurgence now. Like it you know, it comes and goes in waves, mm-hmm. but like there's been a fair amount of stuff like that the last little bit. That's true. Starting sort of around when the conjuring cropped oh, up. Of and then uh going on from there you get this sort of haunting paranormal these, these movies, the subgenre back again. Mm. Uh, very recently, you've gotten some TV stuff around it. Oh, yeah. American Horror Story, among others.
1: Yeah, Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. most recently. see, so, yeah, I guess the American Horror Story, that was a while ago now, that was that first season, The Murder yeah, House.
0: but Hotel was also a haunted oh, of course. house story, for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Even if it's only your house by an hourly rate. Yeah. But a lot of people did live there, so that, that's valid. I'll you know, take it. It's
0: a way to go. There seemed to be a bit of a, a boom in them again, sort of uh, late 70s into the 80s. Mm. Uh, actually, a couple of the ones we're talking about tonight are sort of influential or cult classics from that time period. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of the domestic, that's an interesting way to to sort of frame it in this haunted house thing, because that was the whole American family the yeah, you're you're getting resurgence. It, yeah, you're from getting the in 50s. that that
1: post uh, women's movement, post civil rights, po- you know, post feminism or post second wave of feminism specifically, and moving into that more backlash '80s Reaganism. Yeah,
0: that, yeah exactly. Because uh, you know you had a lot of haunted houses movies from like the 1950s and 60s, mm-hmm. and there's a bit of a lull. Uh, not not so I, that they went away I completely, but I'd
1: be really interested if we ever look into this more. What the differences would be? Because I I could see. I, I, I hypothesize, I guess, that at least some of the ones in the more 50s and stuff would be making comments on that sort of, like, like feminine mystique, the problem that has no name, like the women, these white suburban women going fucking insane right. being trapped in the home, whereas I imagine that the more sort of backlash ones will have a more like, this is what happens when the woman is doesn't know her proper place.
0: Oh, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that uh,
1: how, how, how uh
0: computes yeah. to this week's watches. Yeah. Anyway, uh, first thing we watched was 1979's The Amityville Horror. Sort of one of those classic, classic...
1: Of all the Amityvilles.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, of just, you know, like... I mean, modern, I know in general too, but I mean, there are a movies. lot of
1: Amityvilles. So this is like the first one.
0: Yeah, well, it's the classic of the Amdeville's because those movies largely suck.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of Amityville movies, and most just of like them, like everybody have, makes them, at best have been kind of like middling. Because
1: um, you said this, the story itself is like public domain, pretty much now. So that I think a, I don't know the som- story,
0: something to do with the Amadeville name, like the brand. It's uh in a way that like sequels keep cropping up, mm-hmm. and they can just do it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and they're I don't like low budget legal, and shitty, so it's like okay, maybe. Is for that.
1: Maybe you don't have to pay anything for this. Maybe
0: because Amityville is a town, they can just set it in Amityville and they're good. Right,
1: but a lot know. of the times, don't they still use like the names, like the of the people?
0: I haven't seen the the more recent ones where this oh, would fair be the enough. case. I've seen uh, the the official sequels. Yes, um, actually, just recently watched the whole trilogy while I was doing housework. Yeah, and all that. you were
1: Texting me in oh, about them. It sounded. Whoa,
0: uh, the second one is. What the fuck? There's, There's a lot some really cool there. moments and some really fucked up shit and some really garbage what were they thinking mm-hmm. moments. So it's it's an interesting film, that's for sure. But we're talking about the first one.
1: hmm So Amityville. There, yeah, that was one of the um one of those ones that it has a very prolific sort of place and history in I guess American pop culture in general. Mm-hmm. Really, where even if you haven't seen the movies, you've probably heard of, like, the Amityville horror, as in, like, the case itself. Like, I know I had heard about it, um, on A&E when I was in, like, junior high. There used to be this show called Paranormal State, and, um, Lorraine Warren,
0: who Uh, The
1: Conjuring is about her and her late husband. Actually, she recently passed away as well, Mm -hmm. but, um, even when this show that she would frequently come on as a sort of, uh, consultant- on various cases. And frequently when they introduced her they would say, "Oh yeah, she worked on the Amityville case, the original Amityville haunting."
0: Which is great because my understanding is that even of the famous haunting cases and like this isn't to talk about beliefs in the supernatural or mm-hmm. not, but I mean even of those cases this one is fairly thoroughly debunked.
1: That's what it sounds like. So,
0: it's interesting that that was like a
1: I will say the first time you told me that I was my, my heart sank a little. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you, you've got that, that always giant
0: back tattoo yeah. of the X-Files poster that says, I want to believe. Yes,
1: I was going to say, I'm very much in the I want to believe camp mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff. So, all the spoop. So, do
0: you believe in ghosts?
1: I think I'm going to take the, um, the majority of Icelanders approach to elves where I do not discount the possibility that they exist. Okay. I remember that was um, one of the things that would frequently come up in... Sorry, this ambulance or whatever's was going by. One uh, that would come up in the various Scandi studies classes right. I took, where I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, the majority of Icelanders, when when polled, they will, you know, endorse items that say that they do not con- they do not contest the possibility that elves are real."
0: <laughs> that's that's a good way. So to take yeah,
1: so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I, be- I definitely want to believe. Yeah. I'm, but I also, you know, think of myself as pretty skeptical about shit. Yeah. So
0: because I don't believe in ghosts. I mean, they're real ghosts are real but i don't believe in them like i have no faith in their abilities no it's like oh you moved a glass big whoop i can move a glass that's true so you know I yeah have it's like no pull your fucking weight you're not
1: even paying rent like,
0: <laughs> i don't know what give that me was. something <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah i think i'm firmly in the i want to believe camp, even though the skepticism kind of reigns supreme mm-hmm. it's just like okay we don't need to debate whether they're they're real or not but can we just like sit and agree that be really It'd be fucking, fucking cool, cool, if cool if they were. were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the exactly. world would be a
1: much more interesting place.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Well, your mom lived in a haunted house.
0: Yeah, I guess she did live in a haunted house. And, like...
1: And I don't think she's bullshitting, like, when when you t- talked about, like, what she experienced. It's fucking
0: weird. It, it's such a trip, because it's, like, the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, if you pick it apart, you can put everything logically, but it's also just so spoop. weird. So spoop. And I will say that, like, not even knowing... That the place was supposedly haunted. It was just like... It's funny, like, I could go and hang out in their dark-ass basement all day long none the wiser, but it was the upstairs I refused to go on, and that's apparently where all the, the ghostly shit was happening, right. you know, so it's like... You and go you all, found that
1: out after the fact, and you're like, after. well, no, so shit, if like, it's gonna happen anywhere, it's gonna be there. So
0: that's one of those things where it's like, maybe the house just has a fucking atmosphere, a mood to it that harbors those feelings. Which is entirely
1: like, possible. You're like,
0: oh man, I go into this place, and there's just something off about it, so my mind is gonna conjure up the idea of ghosts and all that kind sure, of stuff, Sure, but then, know?
1: but then what makes it so off? Like, there are some places i can think of that have that kind of air to them like you know if you've ever been somebody who's traveled in europe and visited any of the like concentration campsites from the second world Mm -hmm. war or that kind of thing they have a very distinct like heavy dark air kind of atmosphere about them but
0: then so much that also begs the uh question of how much of that is the collective consciousness yeah and the context yeah, exactly. We know going into it what we're going into. Exactly.
1: It. Yeah, exactly. So and then it's... there's that expectation of it, too, because mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to a place where, like, these horrific crimes against humanity were like, you're primed to feel that because you know the history of the place and it's horrifying.
0: But then on that note, that kind of brings it to an almost like it's all in your head kind of explanation. But I find that that's often used to discount the validity of things where Mm -hmm. it's like, no, when it's in your head, it's still there. It might be Mm -hmm. psychosomatic. It might be your brain completely fictionally conjures it up. doesn't change the fact that there is this emotional resonance inside your brain. There's something
1: happening. And if it's happening to a lot of people, like in your case, your house, it's like, okay, what? I think it's worth investigating what the deal is that's creating that, because it doesn't have that known history. You're just like, as a little kid, I don't want to go up there, because fuck, like, it does not feel
0: right. It's so creepy. It and was kids so, are so perceptive so to creep. that kind of stuff. And I'm the kind of kid that was like, chicken shit of basements. Right. And so it's weird that, like, the basement, it's like, oh, it's it's a basement. It's creaky and weird like that, but whatever. It's fine. There's a shuffleboard table. That's like, who the fuck has those? My grandparents <laughs> do, so I'm going to rock that for a while. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so, MFL Horror was a much more, uh, overtly haunted kind of house. I'll say. Um, there's this sort of history. It sets it up like the movie based on the book is based on the crimes that happened there. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that there were these crimes that happened there and that there, I believe it was the people that moved in after claimed it was haunted because of the crimes. Yes. And it was those claims that was debunked. Yes. But this movie kind of starts, it opens with seeing that this murder spree going on.
1: Mm-hmm, this man killing his entire family
0: yeah and it's interesting because in the movie it kind of plays it up as like there's some bad evil now living in the house and it's like is it because of these murders kind of thing or is that what drove him yeah because in the second one it very much plays it up like maybe that's what drove him because mm-hmm. the family that's moved in now the kitty hears these voices over his walkman headphones that right. are telling him to kill his whole family
1: yeah or I even saw, um, we didn't watch it for this episode, and I, it's been probably over a decade since I've seen it, but I remember seeing the more recent, like, 2000-something remake? Like, 2009 or something Something like, like that, that yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, okay, I guess it would have been maybe, either way, it's probably been at least, like, eight years or something, yeah. it's been forever, and, um, yeah, I, like, one of the few things I remember about it is that, that voice where you hear, like, catch him, kill him, and it's like, yeah. oh, this is what, like... The guy who originally lived here heard, and then it drove him crazy, and he actually did it, so... And
0: it's funny, because you didn't get that as much in the original You didn't, yeah. I wasn't... the most you got was the voice going, like, get out.
1: Yeah. And then that makes me right. like <laughs> the Simpsons
0: one, when they move into the haunted house, and the haunted house is just like, get out, get out, making the walls bleed. Mm-hmm. And then when March tells the house off, the house is just like, hmm, I can either accept life with the Simpsons, or I can destroy myself, and the house just destroys itself, because <laughs> that's better than living with the Simpsons.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. That's where
0: I always go when I hear that spooky get, get out, out. I just start giggling like a, like a tool.
1: <laughs> like, no, you get out.
0: Um, the domestic spe- sphere, though, in this movie. Because, uh, well, what's the plot we've got going here?
1: Yeah, we have, uh, well, like you said, it opens with the murders. We see what happens and uh, what goes down. A whole bunch of people die. It's very bloody. They don't know what happened. And um, within a couple of years, the house is on the market. It is far below its actual value so a young family is able to move in and uh they're like oh yeah you know okay what's wrong with it that it's so cheap for what we get like it's this you know dutch colonial type it's a nice house yeah and it's pretty big and everything like it's a, it's a nice looking house well, so they
0: play up the family plays up though. what's wrong with it is people are superstitious
1: yes because yeah. i think they're aware of the crimes Yes, but they're just like well you know what happened like it that's it it's fine it's just now the house itself has a reputation and that's what's driving down its value mm-hmm. in the market is and the fact that this has to be disclosed mind you i'm a deal small enough that like
0: everyone's gonna know mm-hmm. so even if a prospective buyer. Is that a murder house has to be disclosed thing? is that based on reality or is that another like movie?
1: I don't know if that's, thing? I think that um, my guess, I think it's probably like a state by state thing. Like, I don't think there's a sweeping legislation, but I'm trying. Yeah. I, I don't actually know. Cause,
0: cause you know, it's kind of like the, put the chalk outlines around corpses. Yeah. Doing, like a movie thing. <laughs> right. Um It's like, I wonder if this is one of those like movie that.
1: Yeah. I honestly don't know. I thought that I might've heard that in like some places that it does have to be disclosed but
0: okay well i might
1: just be misremembering a if movie. if you're listening and
0: you're a realtor who deals in uh, murder houses uh, yeah. get at us on twitter or insta or something especially
1: if you're that um realtor that nathan for you helped to become like the haunted realtor
0: oh yeah if you are nathan fielder's haunted realtor like ghost
1: haunt un- unhaunted house ghost free house realtor I love it. Then yeah, hit us up.
0: Definitely hit us up. (laughs) (laughs) Come
1: on our podcast.
0: Yes. In that case. Um, So
1: yeah, they move in, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, we're we're they're they're Christian. I don't know if they're Catholic, but they're Christian. I want to say
0: they're super Catholic because they've got like the Catholic priest rocking up. Yeah. Crucifixes. So they're like, like, yeah, you know.
1: And and then one of the sisters, like a a, A nurse. I almost called her a nurse, a nun. The other end. No, you're thinking of
0: all the tooting nurses from last week. I
1: am. I just. Yeah, I'm fixated on them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they're they like, well, we'll get the house blessed.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is
1: like, my, my mom did that with our
0: house. Oh, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then um, she was mortified because, you know, we were like, hey, priest, come downstairs and look at the basement. And that was our playroom. And it was a fucking mess. And he was just like, oh. <laughs> and yeah, after she was like, you guys, I was mortified. <laughs>
0: Well, sorry. I sorry.
1: Like, well, God's always watching, so
0: God already knew.
1: God knew. <laughs> anyway, and um, I was
0: made in God's image, so you know, maybe, maybe, uh, God's hey, a messy,
1: messy, hey, yeah. God's a messy bitch who loves drama.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you know he is. We have two whole like testaments to as a testament to that.
0: Uh fair enough. <laughs> Jesus. Um.
1: Anyway, um, yeah, yeah shit starts going down. Um, in particular the dad, he starts uh He's having... cold all the time. Yeah, he's cold all the time. He has a lot of like sleep disruptions, he's getting really cranky, very irritable. Um, he stopped cutting his hair mm-hmm. and his beard. And yeah, he's he's becoming a scary guy. Mm-hmm and uh yeah they don't really know what's up and then the priest who is supposed to come help bless the house he's just getting like progressively more ill and every time he like talks to them on the phone it gets all staticky si- like silent hill style
0: yeah he just like
1: yeah gets burns and gets like super ill and yeah and weird he's, like
0: yeah. stricken with blindness whenever yeah. the statue falls and clocks him in the face that's or whatever.
1: right yeah and i mean there are various other disruptions like i think um Doesn't the wife wake up in the middle of the night screaming bloody murder or something? And Mm -hmm. the boy, the little kid, has an imaginary friend Mm -hmm. who is obviously a ghost. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, various various haunting things.
0: So it's uh, interesting to look at. Like it's uh, this family buying this new house and they move in. They are sort of that picture perfect nuclear family Mm -hmm. kind of thing, like two point five
1: kids or whatever.
0: Yeah, they've got. Oh, God, it's funny that you say that, because they have two sons and a daughter, and if we know anything under Reaganism... (laughs) um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they seem happily married, they're church-going, they are procreating, they're doing all those family things, and the idea that they have this house that they can make a home.
1: This is American dream, like, yeah, they got this this beautiful house, like, they're so lucky, and, yeah, they're just... Live in their lives.
0: Yeah, so a lot of the horror is kind of distilled out of that disruption of that. And that loss
1: of what they had expected and what Mm -hmm. they, well, yeah, what was supposed to become of them. Yeah. Because they were doing all the right things, they were following all the right steps, and they were finally reaping the reward.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of uh, why I think it's cool that the horror sort of manifests itself in the dad, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's... The, the, it's always the, mom's the man fault. of the family the the father figure the uh
1: yeah the patriarch
0: <laughs> patriarch he's supposed to be like the the strong he's blah, the blah, rock blah, blah. and it's one of those things where it's like he becomes unstable and it just kind of fractures and disrupts the entire thing
1: yeah if the, if the head if the head becomes unstable well it's all in the head so everything else
0: yeah if you cut the head off the body runs around like a chicken
1: clearly yeah that's that's how that's how, that's how human bodies work that's how families work sometimes actually I've seen movies
0: that's how it works well
1: that's how chickens work yes but i mean the the the, the symbolic head
0: mm. but that's interesting that you also bring up the whole uh, it's a flip on the it's always the woman's fault
1: mm-hmm. it's always um, the mother's fault specifically mother's
0: fault. uh can you go into that a little more
1: oh yeah that's just like that's so like freudian and um i think we talked a bit about it
0: well, we definitely on the mommy yeah, Queerist episode. Yeah, back, yeah,
1: boy. and then I think maybe even um, in like last week's with or was it last week's whatever with baby babies? shower power yeah, hour? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Last week. and how yeah like with the pregnancy and stuff. If something came, you know the baby came out fucked up, so what it was it was the mother's fault? What did she do? What mm-hmm. was wrong with her body? What was wrong with her diet? What did she do wrong? Like it's it's clearly her fault. Right, and so yeah, whether it's from this um, yeah like psychoanal- classical psychoanalytic idea that like any. And all psychoses and neuroses and stuff can be explained by, like, some disruption to, with the primary attachment figure, which they just identify as the mother, like, right. 100% of the time. Or whether it's, um, like, you, you even see this in this pervasive, um, like, we didn't talk about this when we were talking about this, like, pro-natalism, pro-birth kind of ideology that permeates all around us. But all of these articles you always see about how like, oh, women, you better get reproduced because your eggs are all going to be dried up by the time you're 33. And if you have babies after the age of like 35, they're all going to be like low IQ and have various disabilities and stuff because your eggs are so fucked up. And there's you never see anything about how... Aging men's sperm can also start to have these genetic abnormalities that Mm -hmm. produce you're not perfectly healthy, perfectly able, capable white babies. So not just like in terms of behavior and stuff and psychology, but also just like down to the very like biology, even just like your cells, your gametes. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be her fault if the baby comes out quote unquote, and I'm saying this with big scare quotes, wrong.
0: I think that last feel you did might be your record for the longest continuous sarcastic voice thing you did. And <laughs> oh thank I, you I, i'm wondering like if i love being point where you just get like lightheaded from it or <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah, had the lack of oxygen because the voice is just coming out differently mm-hmm. but yeah so it's, it's always the mother's fault
0: but this is just science not but not in this, this movie, movie. It. um I guess this wraps up in a way where um, it feels very Reaganistic in how the family recuperates itself. And I mean, you you know, yeah, sure, it is a happy ending, which I'm not saying it has to be a downer one, Mm -hmm. but one thing I did think was wholesome as heck was how after he's got the whole family out of the house and they're all in the car and they're driving away he stops the car and books it out to go back for the dog
1: hell yeah that's like this that was is a so, good shit because the so dog awesome. helped him too <laughs> yes. at one
0: point so well after that the dog then he goes and tells the dog and falls through the floor and yeah the dog is like oh no buddy
1: because i remember when um he finds the red room or whatever and then he thinks that the dog is trying to attack attack him or something that's literally dog's like, that scene oh it is that yeah. okay i thought because I, I thought the red room was already revealed at that point
0: no well they find it but then he he falls through the oh
1: yeah that's right because yeah he's yeah. like don't attack me because the dog's been going fucking crazy at the wall yeah. and then it's like no he's trying to pull you out dude like cooperate yeah it's
0: such like wholesome yeah sometimes yeah we like it so even if it was uh like i, I say even if as if like the family surviving somehow a bad thing it's not, <laughs> but it, it does it is sort of reaffirming that importance that is placed on domestic
1: and on daddy saving the day yeah Mm-hmm. Because you know the mom, she's like knows something's up. She doesn't does the research. She finds out about like the black magic satanist or whatever who used to allegedly like she she does all this stuff. But she's still at the end of the day helpless.
0: Yeah, there is also a sense of that disbelief. The woman and mm-hmm. the horrors will come out of that.
1: Yeah, because like. she and she recognizes like the transformation her husband is making to look. Like, the spitting image of the killer.
0: Well, I get the impression he looks like him from the start because they're, they're all talking about... It's like, you look so much That's like the That's fair. Guy. But I
1: bet at the point when he has the mannerisms and stuff and he right. goes to that bar and they're like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, you look exactly like him. He was sitting exactly there. And then, yeah, when she sees the newspaper heading... Or the photo... The, like, for when he's being taken away from the cr- of crime scene or whatever. She's like, oh my god, it's him. Like, yeah. that's my husband.
0: I wonder if that's also a, co- a comment on, like, you know how much they love to bandy the idea of the cyclical nature of violence. Oh, yes. Um, it makes me wonder if that's sort of a comment on that, where, you know, the killer from before, this uh, father figure, this, this husband, is the spitting image of it, and he is once again the root of the problem. Like, the violence that happened in the house before is repeating itself mm-hmm. now in a very similar kind of way. Yeah, but
1: he's excused from it because it's it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah. Well, that makes me that just made me change my mind on my recommendation, I think, for later. But we'll get to that.
0: Okay, well, we'll see when we get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we watch The Changeling from 1980. This was a more of a cult classic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh I didn't realize how maybe unknown it was in some circles because it was tossed at me pretty early into my watching horrors like this is one of the definitive haunted house movies
1: oh, okay and so
0: I kind of always knew it as that right but then I found out it had more of a cult because the only
1: the only changeling movie I'd ever heard of was that one that came out with Angelina Jolie like in the last I don't know 2000 something
0: yeah it's funny when that came out it had me wondering like whoa why are people talking about the changeling again that movie's like 20 years old <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, different changeling and totally different story. I think I remember, I think Mm. in this one, our kid's just missing. I don't know, I only ever saw the commercials, but I saw the commercials many, many, many times. So it is etched into my psyche. Guess I was watching a lot of TV then.
0: This is not that changeling. This is not
1: that changeling. This
0: is, um, what we have is a composer. He's a fairly successful, well-known composer within his field. And, um, his family dies in a... Tragic accident. Yeah,
1: his wife and his daughter.
0: Yes. Young um, daughter. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we, we have, don't have our
1: 2.5 kids here. We just have the, the the you know, single child family. Yeah. They're happy as can be.
0: Yeah. Until and, tragedy strikes. Yeah. And um, so the sort of family dynamic is disrupted so early. Like, the, the very it's first the opening scene. scene. Yeah. And uh, what we have following is him retiring to this house that he rents from the Historical Society to work his new job as uh, a widower without a child. Uh, wait, if, if you don't have a, a child anymore, are you an orphaner? Like, mm. what,
1: what's that? And that that always made me... I was like, I didn't get it. Because a widower sounds like that means you're the one who did the widowing. That's what I always
0: you thought. Widowed, you
1: made a widow of somebody else? And I'm like, that... No.
0: Like, I get that there's the phrase widowmaker, But, like, but I, like the, I assume widower was, like, yeah. the, had the same... A connotation like employer
1: or like supervisor, it implies there's an employee and a supervisee yeah. and a widow, e no, just a widow, but still, yeah, that, no, that's, that's a weird one. I don't like it,
0: yeah, it's it's odd, but mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, he, semantics he, aside, he's, uh,
1: he's like a prof now, like a music, yeah, theory he prof. becomes a prof at yeah. uh,
0: his alma mater, and that's right, he, um rents this house and historical society that very quickly he discovers has weird, strange going on. Oh yeah. Like it's on his Rhythmic thumpings at a set time every morning, um, strange whispers and just odd things going on. Like he eventually discovers this, uh, and by eventually, I mean pretty early in the movie, he discovers this hidden room and there's a music box in there that plays the exact same melody he's been composing up till now, even though he's he never, never heard, heard it, it in his life. So there's like a lot of this. Sort he's like, of okay,
1: the house wanted me to compose. Like he very, he very quickly is just like, starts operating from the assumption like this house is haunted as fuck and it wants something. And that, and which is cool. You don't have that whole, you get to skip over that whole like skepticism. Yeah, and I like actually
0: like that about this because the male, way it goes. Male hard
1: rationality.
0: Yeah, the way it goes, it's like, oh, stuff I can't explain is happening. Therefore, it's unexplainable shit. Yeah. What's going on? As it is supernatural. To, there's a logical explanation. Yeah, or it, I don't I know what it is. I guess rather it is, it is, it is paranormal, paranormal
1: it. as opposed to just abnormal. So, yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to skip over that I, whole I preamble.
0: Thought, I thought it was funny how um, it's just like ghostly shit is happening. And it's like, okay, this place is haunted. This place is definitely haunted. There are ghosts here, and this place is spooky and supernatural. I should do something about this because this place is so haunted. What should I do? I should find someone to help me with this haunting. Hey, buddies at the university, my house is haunted. What's going on? What should I do? Oh, I don't know. How about you contact this psychic researcher? Whoa, 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 whoa. Psychics?
1: A medium? I don't (laughs) think so. That sounds a little dicey.
0: Do you think I'm going to bring something so fake and and stupid into my (laughs) haunted home that's definitely full of ghosts?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was that little bit of like dissonance there was, was very funny.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it was an interesting uh, take, but he gets on board with that pretty quickly. He
1: does, yeah, but that initial re- reluctance is like, you didn't show any of this, in, like, leading up to this, and a whole right. lot of other way weirder shit you just accepted as, like, a basic assumption of your life now.
0: It's like when he's hears the rhythmic banging, and he calls a plumber or a, a maintenance guy to come in, the guy's like, it could be the furnace, you know? It sounds it's an like old house. Noises. And then and then he's just like, that's bullshit, There is something going on, and then it's just like the guy's
1: like, "Okay," and it's
0: like, "Yeah, there's something going on. This medium can help you." (sighs) Okay, that that is so
1: like. Woo-woo, bullshit, nah.
0: That said, when the medium does show up and starts uh, doing her thing, She gets real. He, uh, he's like, oh, shit, there's some real shit going on. Um, well, because
1: you know, he, he asks fellow scholars, and so they're like, yeah, you know, like 99% of them are proven to be bullshit, but we have the one that's the real deal, Yeah, and we will bring her in.
0: Peer-reviewed Peer-reviewed medium. medium. So, <laughs> so I guess that's okay with him. Um, but, I mean, he can't really, if he's going to accept all the other haunting stuff, when the medium, the tapes of the seance provide ghostly voices imprinted on them, it's, like, it would be a weird turn of, like, about face if he was just, like, "Uh, okay, who was whispering into the microphone that was, like, (laughs) hiding in the next room? Exactly. Um, But he soon discovers that the haunting... And he pieces this together very well. Like, this dude should have been a detective. Because it's just, like, this one little clue. And he's like, I've got a theory. And it's, like, exactly right. Mm -hmm. Like, so on the nose. And it's like, wow, there's so many leaps in there. But you've just strung it together perfectly. Okay. And this sounds like I'm bagging on it because the movie doesn't play it quite that, like poorly written like it doesn't come across as like contrived like that but yeah
1: no it's just this guy is very passionately th- wholly throws himself into yeah. this investigation and the fruits of his labor are quickly realized yeah in a really fulfilling way
0: and uh, what he realizes is that the haunting is because of a disrupted family tragedy well and
1: there's a few tragedies in in the family that, or one of the previous occupants before the um, historical society took over the home, because he finds out very quickly that the previous owners, there was um, a daughter lost mm-hmm. in a of a collision basically like it's, it's a you know way earlier it
0: mirrors uh, but it mirrors his, uh, his loss yeah, yeah exactly so, it's like a coal cart hits, yeah uh, that's
1: right it's a young girl and she's in the hospital for a few days and then she passes and so he realizes very quickly like oh shit maybe the house is talking to me because or mm-hmm. whoever whoever is with us is addressing like- me because we our experiences mirror one another and i can be receptive to that and empathetic to what they have to say because I've lived it
0: I liked the the red herring that was there a little bit where it starts out and they're researching the daughter and like all the clues they find are related to the daughter but mm-hmm. there are some extra clues that are just like almost set dressings like I'm thinking like the the wheelchair yeah. and stuff like that where it's just like of course that's probably related to her injury and all that stuff exactly. And like he finds the notebook with her initials on it and then they do the seance and it's just like is this and he says the daughter's name and the ghost is just like no and it's like oh shit there's ghosts upon ghosts here. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's an old-ass house, so there's layers of ghosts.
0: Help, help, my ghost is haunted. Sedimentary
1: layers of ghosts.
0: I have a ghost, and it's haunted by a ghost.
1: Exactly. My ghosts have ghosts. My haunting has a haunting.
0: If someone gets possessed and then dies, is their ghost going to be haunted?
1: I like it. It's like... Oh, this is a stupid thing to say. It's like on when you used to play Neopets, and your Neopet could <laughs> have a pet called a Pet Pet
0: of course it comes back to neopets somehow yeah
1: and then eventually they're much rarer but your pet pet could get a pet pet pet
0: oh my god
1: yeah a little bug it could catch but you could like give it a name and um you look so disappointed that about
0: wraps up our neopets fan cast we hope you've enjoyed (laughs) talking about neopet pet pets and their neopets anyway and their pet neos yes um I liked this one with how it follows that sort of track of the idea of the haunted house as a disruption of domestic peace, Mm -hmm. but the domestic peace is already disrupted, and it's mirroring the tragedy and the grief that the father figure is already living with. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, that was a, a cool angle on it. Because, yeah. and the, I mean, not saying the grief-stricken character suddenly being open to haunting, that's not a new yeah. thing. But the way they handled this was... Um, another thing I thought was really interesting about the way they handled it was that the protagonist was a single older man mm-hmm. who wasn't, like, seeking romantic partners through the movie. Yeah, he was that definitely, like, past
1: his, like... Sort of, like, yeah, he's, pa- pa- I mean, um, you know, had it happened, I'm sure maybe he could have fathered a child, but he's not, he's not in that prime, like, childbearing years kind of thing. But he's also not
0: in a position where that's his goal either, like, he exactly. doesn't play it so much in the ages thing, it's like, look at this wrinkly old fart, therefore, yeah. ew, it would be gross if there's anything romantic, yeah. but at the flip side, it doesn't try to force that narrative. Exactly, I know, so it, I this like movie is about, about it.
1: a lot, It you know, instead of having the family, it's, the disruption is, in part, the absence of the family, mm. but not in a way that is, like, accompanied by the imperative to therefore fill that void with a new family yeah so yeah that's an interesting that's yeah that's a good point that you made.
0: yeah that's uh i think why i thought of this movie when we were um mm-hmm. and also that i saw this movie maybe three or four months ago and i had i could not remember what the title was referencing at all which is actually like a big main plot line running through the movie. It's of <laughs> those things where it's like, that just fell out of my head. Yeah, because you're like,
1: Changeling? Haunted House? What? <laughs> what? I, I even, like, going into it, I'm like, you told me, like, oh, we're going to watch this movie called Changeling and I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with the haunted house? Cause I, I mean, i knowing what a changeling is from like well, folklore see, for
0: me. The first time I ever heard the phrase fr- changeling was in reference to this. Was movie. the context?
1: Yeah. So, so you're like, what is it's that?
0: like, well, yeah, it's a haunted house movie. It's the changeling. Of course it's a haunted house. movie. What
1: the fuck <laughs> that is name sounds haunt. And I mean, changeling, like it is something supernatural. Like, um, mm-hmm. the context I had learned about it was in the Scandinavian folklore class. I took, um, they talked to, we, we read a couple of, folktales about changelings and the, the idea what it was this very like you know um i guess medieval kind of like we didn't know a whole lot yet yeah, this was you know pre Enlightenment, right. pre all this science stuff and a lot more open to the supernatural and everything right. but anyway so um the idea of a changeling was that some whether it was elves or tr- you know some kind of supernatural figure would come in the night and take your baby and replace it with like a look-alike that mm. was different in some way and that look so that replacement is the changeling
0: okay and did you say that was a very ableist narrative yeah that, that's the,
1: that's one thing the prof said she's like yeah you know a lot of the times like we kind of understand that to mean now if the baby started exhibiting signs of what we now know is like autism or like some kind of you know Non-normative behavioral or like i q you know, it's anything that we sort of now recognize as just like different differences on the spectrum of like what it is to be human, mm-hmm. but stuff that was, you know, abnormal, and we don't know what the cause is. It must be because our baby was stolen and changed,
0: yeah, because our perfect baby that was fine and perfect before suddenly isn't exhibiting what we assumed was fine, perfect exactly. Like, therefore, so therefore, there was these an like evil,
1: like dark elves like took it in the night and, we have a changeling now. Mm-hmm. It's not actually our baby or our, our child. Because I think it was usually babies or, like, really, like, young sort of, like, toddlers. Right. I don't know if there was ever any, like, you know, kindergarten or above age child changelings. But, right. Because, yeah, I think the stories we read, it was, it was babies
0: to toddlers oh, man, my son Rick, he just, like, he was great. He was, like, so into his summer job, and now he just sits around smoking pot and yeah. playing with his my, ass my, all day. My kid hit- My large adult <laughs> son, who's 22, was changeling on me, and he won't even get a job.
1: Yeah, I think it would, it would have to be babies, because otherwise you could argue that as soon as a kid hits puberty, it's like all teens seem like changelings. Oh, uh,
0: this changeling is, like, a foot taller than me, and, and he's he says, a I can beat now, you up. And he doesn't to listen, listen to you. me
1: anymore. <laughs> and this changeling... <laughs>
0: can we do a, a, a movie called the changeling about puberty
1: <laughs> changeling it turns out the changeling was the puberty we had all along
0: he's going through so many boxes the of friends tissue. we made that along the way must be a changeling
1: oh jesus we got uh, off topic anyways yeah, so this is did. a yeah
0: i really liked this movie uh, yeah the me too first time i saw it a while back i remember thinking it was really boring
1: and then didn't one of your friends... You told me one of your friends also had a similar opinion. You're, like, what- Yeah,
0: I remember recommending this to a friend. I think I recommended it. They might have seen it independently yeah. of that. But same exact thing. Like, what a boring fucking movie. Um, but then Severn Films put it out. And for some reason, I felt really compelled to see it again. So I've done this many times before <laughs> where I pick up a movie I remember not thinking much of. And it's like, I'm going to buy a copy of this. Because why? And I loved it. Like,
1: mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, like it's long for sure but i didn't find it boring Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: maybe and i mean maybe because i went in with the expectation like oh this might be a real slow burn
0: yeah or something slow burn but But it it doesn't drag yeah yeah no
1: i can i can think of other movies that are that i would describe as a slow burn before this one this one's just long like i think of something like house of the devil was a much more slow
0: burn oh that's definitely a slow burn yeah or even
1: like hereditary or something like
0: and i liked when it was slow and burning. Me too. That's the part I liked about it. Yeah,
1: that was a good part. <laughs>
0: anyway, we don't need to go into We adventure. don't really don't. Um but we can move ahead into our third and final film of the night Ooh. we watched
1: 1999's House on Haunted Hill.
0: Yeah, the remake that um it's funny we talked about watching some real horny movies on this podcast and uh I don't know. I I got vibes from you that this was a real horny movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm wishfully reading horniness into it. I dare say. <laughs> because this movie, well, the first time we watched it years ago and I think I even talked about this in like our very first episode, but mm-hmm. this movie was my introduction to Famke Janssen and I remember like watching it and just like jaw dropping and being like who is she? <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> so help i've got the vapors
1: yeah no this movie stars my wife as my wife my wife
0: <laughs> we're not doing my this. dutch wife no, we're not as doing that. my
1: queen as um oh just like how do i describe her i she is well
0: how do they describe her in the movie she's uh 20 stories of top 20 stories worth of top let no, oh, that's no, how no, they no. describe
1: the, the roller coaster, and then, then mean, you
0: joke. She is twenty stories. She is twenty stories of tall. So I contend he was y- also talking about yes. her.
1: Yes, maybe we should get into the plot first, and then I will gush some more about her about Miss Evelyn Price. Okay. So we have our Mister Price, Mister Stephen Price, this very, uh, St-
0: very Vincent Price. Oh my God, I almost
1: called him Stephen King. Yeah. This very Vincent Priceian type character, which mm-hmm. I believe he played, played it
0: by Jeffrey Rush.
1: Yes, think, that is correct.
0: Because Vincent Price was, was, in, was in the, the original, original. Yeah. exactly.
1: So, and he is a an amusement park mogul. He he played a lot of like roller coaster tycoon or whatever and is just like this is my life. no he sorry. This might have predated that, so sorry, his life-inspired roller coaster tycoon, that's the story that I'm sticking with.
0: Oh, I maybe I we should can just get into it. <laughs> I can get into <laughs> anyway, it.
1: Anyway, so he he's a spook he is uh, you know, made his fortune in the amusement park industry and he is unveiling his latest roller coaster type experience to the media. And it, they end up. Uh, it ends up being quite the experience. Yeah,
0: and, the media, uh, if I remember correctly, being Spike from, from Buffy, Buffy. Slayer and Lisa Loeb. and it's just like yeah.
1: this is. Yeah, I was, I I I, always, I I know his real name, but I was like, oh my god, I gets forgets Spikes in this movie. Spike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the cameraman, and um, so we find out very quickly that his. That, um, Steven's goddess of a wife, they they fucking hate each other. Uh, but her birthday's coming up. She's hosting a party. She says, "I left the list of, you know, the three page long list of people to invite on your desk, oh,
0: oh, oh, and her party idea. It comes out of watching uh, like, she's in
1: the bath. she's in the bath, and she's watching TV and a true crime, a true show? crime show about this asylum where you know the doctor was evil and the
0: doctor played by jeffrey combs
1: yes of course was
0: reanimator fame and i guess according to this podcast also wizard of gore remake
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can think of so many other things Mm -hmm. anyway um and she sees that and is like oh shit and they're like oh yeah the house is still standing today so she's like i want my party to be there at this asylum house that like a whole bunch of people burned to death in And uh, you're going to make it happen. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And he shreds her list. He starts making his own list. But we very quickly, to the tune of Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams, realize that the computer has changed the list to a bunch of names nobody knows. The ghost
0: using the computer. The ghost in the machine. Which, if you watch closely, you very clearly see when the camera zooms in, someone's shadow go over (laughs) the computer as they come in to type the new list.
1: (laughs) And then, yeah, we get some very time-appropriate soundtrack to this happening mm-hmm. so mr price has changed his wife's birthday party from you know party a celebration to uh who can survive the night he was inviting the most like you know pathetic greedy people he could think of but a bunch of strangers show up
0: yeah
1: and so the the deal is if they can make it through the night in this haunted ass house because obviously it's gonna be haunted based on what happened there are all these like crimes against humanity and this uh very chaotic demise that everybody mm-hmm. met in it. Um, he's like, yeah, this house is gonna be fucked. So he has he's anyone who survives the night gets a million dollars and and specifically survives because he's like, we are gonna die. Yeah. He's like, you can leave whenever you want, but we're gonna fucking die. Yeah. And then whoever doesn't make it, their spoils will get split amongst the survivors, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's almost like game showy type. Because
0: yeah. Like I, I said, if this movie was made 10 years later, it would be framed as a reality oh, show. Oh yeah,
1: it would, be, it would be like a found footage, like reality show, like yeah, everyone has 100%. their own body cams and shit. Totally. Yeah.
0: And it would just be, although if they pulled a reality show like they did in Wrong Turn 2 and they got Henry Rollins to be the host kind of thing, <laughs> I'd be so into that.
1: Yeah, I'd be down. I have this theory about Avalyn. Lay it on me. Yeah, Um. so... Based on, like I said, this is very, very wishful thinking. Very horny wishful thinking. Very horny wishful thinking. The vibes I get from her is she is like a solid, like neutral, evil bisexual who made the amateurish mistake of marrying her sugar daddy, which, you know, (laughs) it happens to the best of us. Uh,
0: Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, she has lived to regret that. And it's so funny because, like, they hate each other, <laughs> and they want nothing more than the other to just, like, fucking die. Like,
0: at one point, doesn't, don't they, like, reveal, like, she has attempted to murder him, himself. and she's just, like, they were all accidents. They until were all accidents. Yeah,
1: circumstantial at best. Exactly. Because, you know, she signed a prenup, another, like, amateur mistake. mistake. Totally. And, um, yeah, so she can't just divorce his ass. At, and because you you so often get that, that trope of the, like, old couple that they hate each other and they're miserable, but they also can't live without each other. Mm-hmm. In this one, like, you get the sense that they're, like, they're used to it enough that there are times where they'll be, like, fighting and they'll be like, okay, no, shit, don't actually die, don't actually, like, fuck off,
0: mm-hmm. stay
1: with me. But it's not in that way that they, like, absolutely can't live without each other. So it's this weird mutual misery
0: So. I don't know if you know on. prenup law, but is the idea that the prenup would be that she signed presumably would be if she leaves him, she gets nothing, but if he leaves her
1: she Honestly, I don't know. Because I'm
0: wondering why the fuck is he sticking around? Like does she have yeah. some great dirt on on him, or is that just like the nature of prenups? Great dirt, like? great
1: pussy, great like <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I can only speculate about these things. No, I mean I imagine that he would get to keep his shit, like I imagine, it's and one I of those like a, my shit is mine. Your
0: your great pussy thing is probably not even on the mark because she constantly and very crassly alludes to the fact that he's very gay.
1: And I, like, yeah, and that's that's the thing though is I don't know if he's if, if he's actually or if it's just na- or late nineties
0: like, homophobia. Exact, that's kind
1: of what I assumed it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Could so be best of both worlds. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, I don't know if he's sticking with her to keep up appearances because anyone and everyone who talks to him, like where they're like, Oh, is that like when he gets a phone call, they're like, Oh, is it business or pleasure? He's like, neither. It's my wife. Like mm-hmm. it's, he makes it very apparent. He's like, I cannot stand this mm-hmm. woman, but nevertheless, he's sticks around I me mean, because it's what's familiar. Mm-hmm. And because he, I don't know.
0: Okay. But I'm curious about your theory and I would love for you to re- elaborate on this. Cause I know you have answers. Um, you say uh, chaotic, neutral... Bisexual. No, no,
1: I said it's a neutral evil. Neutral evil. With, with the neutral because there are elements of chaos, but okay. she keeps it reined in for okay, the most neutral, part. Neutral,
0: evil, bisexual, or married or sugar daddy. You've spelled out where the married or sugar daddy part came out. What, what are the bisexual vibes you're getting? Where is that coming from? She
1: acts so predatory towards Claire from Resident Evil.
0: And I like how that's not problematic <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like she's gay or like she's bi i'm just like she's yeah totally. she's yeah
1: yeah and i mean because
0: but, she's a predator <laughs>
1: okay pre- predator is the wrong word because she's not predatory in the sense that she's trying to jump her bones or anything but she very quickly like that you know she starts re- call, calling her telling her she must be a virgin she calls her kitten
0: yeah and the, like the, the, for me it's the kitten it's like, the ki- I, yeah I, I that is that is absolutely yeah or like, she's 100%, like word of advice she's kitten it's just like yeah gay.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's no ki- call, calling Another woman kitten is a like lesbian power move.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but then yeah when when uh, Pri- when uh, Stephen accuses her of like you know fucking everything that moves and and whatever she specifically comes back to like oh what turns you on more the idea of me fucking other men or just the part about other men yeah and stuff so it's like oh yeah other women women. Women? oh i had
0: not read it like that i read it as just like her like 90s homophobia me going. too
1: but it, then she's almost like re, re like But i like the idea take, that the
0: fantasy is like that it's with men
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: the fantasy part as because the assumption to...
1: would be of course if he is a heterosexual man then if she's fucking women then oh that's so hot oh my god do it so i can see while i touch my dick Like <laughs> So
0: okay, podcast listeners out there, this is times where I wish we kind of filmed bits of our podcast put on YouTube because the face (laughs) you made when you are doing that impression was so choice.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) So I think we've already gotten into the domestic stuff here. Like one of I think you said one of the reasons you chose this movie when we were talking about it right before we recorded was that even though we don't really see their home, mm-hmm. they end up... The, the house that they choose for themselves to take... Pl- you know, to for the movie to take place in is a monstrosity that absolutely yeah. reflects their marriage and mm-hmm. their family, if you want to call it that.
0: Yeah. And then the movie itself is... Uh, it becomes like a sort of like super grifty like uh, red herrings ahoy oh god yeah like two murder plots going on at the same time where they're like are just trying to take each other out and it's just like like oh snap oh snap like all these turns on mm-hmm. top of each other it's just like i knew that was happening and that's why i put in this part of the plot it's like yeah, yeah. i knew that was happening <laughs> and it's just like this constant war it's almost like a war of the roses kind of thing where they're just trying to Fucking get it. And they like
1: one up in each other constantly yeah, and, too. Uh, and... It's
0: almost spy versus spy esque. Totally, Mad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um R.I.P. Man magazine recently oh, closed yeah, its that's doors. Right. I like the comparison of the house to their relationship mm-hmm. because they like the horror, it's not at odds with their relationship it no they fit right in exactly
1: yeah. like they, they pick the it's not the case of amityville where you have this beautiful all-american family that moves in and the house destroys them it's yeah. like no they they are like part of they could, they could be like part of the furniture in there they they fit right the fuck in it complements them very well and another um aspect of the horniness is like when they're like you know trying to kill each other and like fighting and stuff and he has her like slammed on the ground and is pulling her hair and i was just like oh my god this is hot like <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like take out like, fake I... blood put in a bit of oil put on some nice music yeah i'm just like this is like there.
1: like oh i just sorry i didn't realize that this was actually like a sequel to quills like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which i haven't seen but i know he stars in it so as the marquis de Sade. fuck but yeah, I was just like, oh, I was like, in like, this is so problematic, but in like any other context, I'm like,
0: this would be like, well, kind of like that step on me, hot evil lady. Yeah,
1: I know. I was just like, oh, yeah, she could, she could fucking spit on me. She could like any, like, I don't, <laughs>
0: <Jesus> <laughs>
1: Evelyn Price can do anything. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, I want you guys to look for our new merch store where we're gonna start selling T-shirts that say "Evelyn Price can spit on me."
1: <laughs> spit in my mouth, <laughs> Evelyn Price.
0: <laughs> yeah, look for uh, look for enamel pins of that. But exact yeah, like thing I'm just like, fuck, makes... man.
1: And you, you know, you have these these two like identical look alike women, like the uh, the because they, you know, the uh, the people they recruit, they're like two men and two women.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: women, like when they're not side by side. I, I would always get the makeup. It's up. funny
0: cuz I I totally as soon as you said that it's like oh my god. They're like definitely. the same. But I never had that problem because I knew who Allie Larder was going yes. into it. Like she's Claire Rivers from Final Destination. I she, you pointed out yeah. she's Claire in Resident Evil.
1: Yeah, which which I found so funny cuz I, I was like oh, it's 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 great that she was in this movie cuz you could say almost that the house is uh it's reasonable to say that it's occupied by a no. uh, a resident no. evil.
0: No. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> I was
1: so proud of that when I came <laughs> And you look so disappointed. Uh,
0: and it still stings. It still,
1: yeah, it still, it, it, uh, yeah, I, I, okay, my, my own dad, brain is, one, my own dad. brain is booing me. I hear it in my head. So, oh, um, fuck. yeah, so, uh, yeah, Evelyn Price can get it, like, when, yeah, I don't know, when she was, like, because they're locked into the house, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna retire to the, the boudoir for the evening, and if any of you... So much as peek through the peephole or the the keyhole, like stab your eye out, fucking kill you. Yeah, it's just like, man, would would have tried? I would have tried to like jump. I, I I would have gone in and like, I'd like to think I would have like psychoanalyzed her a little bit, got her talking, and then been like, so you know, I'm trapped in here till sunrise
0: your choice of like (laughs) vocation is just so startling i
1: know i was just like this is so bad as i was saying this i'm just like i sound like i'm gonna be the worst like ethics violating piece of shit but i I promise i'm not
0: oh my god i get where you're going with the fan (laughs) but you know what i mean like 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 like, yeah but going to and be like so
1: because she's so like i don't know what word to use to describe her besides just like so bratty but not in that like classic like just i don't know she's just so severe that you do the whole like so why why are you really like this like tell tell me tell me about your uh what made you this way? What what made you construct these stone walls around you?
0: <laughs> I like how you're like, it's her rookie mistake, like marrying your sugar daddy. But it sounds like if you had the funds, you would be her sugar mama. So it's like,
1: or she could be mine. Like we can kill them together. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I said, real horny week this week. Yeah.
1: Real horny reading of this 1999 classic film
0: yeah this is like the third time you've seen this with me yep yeah, like <laughs>
1: I love it <laughs>
0: yeah this is one of those ones which is funny because just... it's so
1: bad but yeah. I fucking love it it
0: works it works so well it works so well it, I wouldn't say it's bad I would say it's cheese
1: that's it that's yeah. true I, I guess I'm thinking more of like the the effects have really aged so oh, in that yeah, ter- yeah, yeah. Yeah, but even as we're watching it, it's like did people really think this looked good even at, like in 1999
0: I remember I saw it in 1999 and it wasn't bad Fair per enough. Like, it wasn't... It, even
1: they just seem cheesy but maybe it's just in the context of all of it mm-hmm. now being 20 years later
0: yeah there were some missteps that it's just like i was that ever not cheesy like you know when mm-hmm. the ghost appears and pulls the rope and it's like Ding! At the end <laughs> and all that stuff um uh but it's one of those things that i remember a lot of the effects being pretty solid back in the day oh, okay. i'm not talking about the floating mist thing but I <laughs> yeah, guess that's, that's what cu- i'm thinking i guess of. that's because most all the other effects were practical
1: yeah no th- that stuff is good i'm talking specifically mm-hmm. like the cg like, yeah. this, like, fucking conglomerate ghost that is, like, shifting faces and...
0: I remember thinking it was cool. I don't know if I thought it was well done.
1: Fair enough. And when you're a kid, especially, oh, that's cool. I still think, oh, I still cool. think the, cons-
0: the concept of how they constructed it was really cool. Yes. It's just that, like you said, it's 20 years ago in CGI terms, and this wasn't a big budget picture back mm-hmm. then, so... Exactly. You, um... Yeah. Like, it's, uh, if you took, like, the effects they used to make the, like, beginning credit crawl of, like, Hannibal or something, and threw that into this kind of thing, it's like you'd have the same kind of idea, but more updated.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: But there are a heap of practical effects in this. It's mostly practical, if anything. And that
1: shit's good. Um,
0: yeah, so, for any of you out there that, like, lament the loss of cool practical effects, and not just, like, oh, CG's better, practical effects are better, like, not that argument, but I mean...
1: We're Remember miss back when movies it. Used
0: to just like swap those on as much as they could, kind of thing. Like the big monster movies of the eighties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and like it wasn't the, just CG
1: for the sake of it, because, yeah. because we can.
0: Yeah, so it's uh it's a nice it's nice seeing that again in a movie mm-hmm. that's more recent than when that was necessarily in vogue.
1: hmm Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
0: So all around, I would recommend everything this week. Me too. Um I think it would go. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I think maybe House on Haunted Hill is probably my favorite of the week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I followed think, uh, very
0: closely by The Change.
1: Line. Yes, I for, and for, for such different reasons. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think I have enough of a history with House on Haunted Hill that it's like, yeah, this. I
0: think House on Hill is just like. It's a fun movie. It is, and it's in a way that I find it immensely watchable. Like I've shown, this is the third time I've I've made you sit down and watch this movie. Made
1: so. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, some of the movies I've I've watched really felt like I sat you there and made you watch them because yeah, they ended up going over like a lead balloon. But <laughs> fair enough. Um, can't all be winners. No, they can't all be winners. Uh, but we do have some recommendations.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned. Um, because originally I was going to recommend the 2018 series on Netflix, House, on, or I almost called it House on Haunted Hill, The Haunting, Haunting of, of Hill, Hill house, house, because that is a great view of domestic, you know, the domestic being disrupted in this house, and and along that more classical like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed family moves into mm-hmm. a house that just you know utterly destroys them, right. But um, then something else occurred to me that was probably a much hotter take to put as a recommendation based on uh, the not so glowing reviews I've seen of it. But you want to talk all about disrupting the domestic and the very like idealistic 50s style family, small town, all of that kind of Americana. We're going to actually recommend Twin Peaks Firewalk with me.
0: Oh, that's a I love that movie.
1: I really do too and I honestly like we will have to do a Twin Peaks episode because I'm still proud of this paper. I in my pop culture and feminism class a few years ago, I wrote a paper about how when you add the movie into the context of the series and the explanation that it helps give for the events of the series, it actually makes a really fucking critical feminist point about the function of family violence and the way it move, you know, in Ameri- in the American family.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, when we do a Twin Peaks episode, maybe reread your paper before yeah, yeah, we absolutely. do it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'd love to. Because, yeah, because so
1: more. many critical, you know, Twin Peaks is misogynistic because it's the spectacle of this dead young girl, and it excuses the violence with all this, you know, supernatural hoopla and stuff. And I'm like shut the fuck up like no Sit down. <laughs> actually listen to what i have to say so
0: <laughs> i love how bristly you are you're like shut <laughs> well so
1: many of them are using psychoanalytic film theory and it's like when you're starting out with that at, where the semiotics of it are such that women woman automatically represents lack then anything you read is going to be misogynistic right so it's like Kate okay, Let's maybe take a step away from that framework. So it's
0: like, maybe there's something wrong with the framework. Maybe, uh... just
1: maybe. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe it fits really well into that framework, but it also fits really well into mine. So, so suck my dick. Suck it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, shit. Uh, cool, cool. I would love to watch that one again. We'll have to do it episode. my I would too. Yeah.
1: Good. Well, we, have, we haven't seen The Return yet, so. I have not seen it. I think maybe that. we can yeah. borrow it from Kylie.
0: Good call. We can just Good watch, call. cannonball it. We'll cannonball the whole series. Yep. Yeah. And the movie
1: yep yeah, deal and
0: we will get a whole bunch of david lynch brand coffee and chug that shit
1: yeah and then i while i wear my david lynch brand workout pants he did that for a while it was really were really, really so expensive but there were these really oh, pretty I, like floral like I thought exercise you were a goof. no no he actually <laughs> like it was a collab a collaboration oh, with david funny. lynch and they were really nice but they were so
0: expensive oh no kidding so i
1: didn't order any mm.
0: Oh, well, we'll just have to listen to Crazy Clown Time. His
1: Deal. Album. Anyway. Um,
0: I'm going to recommend something a little closer to The Haunted House. And this is, uh, we didn't end up including this episode because I felt like it shied away from the the focus of the domestic that we wanted, but your points you made right at the beginning mm. uh were so much this movie that I was like, of oh cool. my god, we should maybe include it. But time wise, yeah, it's looking like, at no, the running time, it's like, we we'll we'll don't need to do This that. could use more time than that, so we'll do it some other time. But The Haunting from nineteen sixty three, mm-hmm. which is such a staple and important part in queer and lesbian depictions in horror cinema. Absolutely at the time of the Hays Code when you couldn't just depict it
1: so it was very you had to know you had to be looking for it yeah you had to know what you were looking for it was very coded i guess i'd love to actually
0: look at this in the context of haunting of hill house as well because um a lot of the queerness involves the character of theo Mm who was a straight-up lesbian in
1: 2k18 the year of our lord so
0: it's uh interesting to see it would
1: be Maybe let's do a, a let's do an episode about yeah. those
0: and uh i'm gonna go ahead and read the book it was based on because cool. like, uh, i've got it so i'll just actually finally read it so when we Sounds finally good. get around to that i'll have it in my old noggin i like it cool but until then and until next episode and any further episode uh take it easy and keep it easy